out of me. At first, it was super cool because you're in high school. Yeah. And then you're like, do we really need a day to celebrate this? But then the last couple of years, it's become so mainstream that it is rather refreshing to kind of see so many people who maybe in past decades would have looked down their noses at those who chose to celebrate today, that it's kind of refreshing. So that's where I am right now. It's kind of refreshing. What? trying to find a way to put into words the way that today makes me feel and and it's kind of just appreciation i would say that's the one word i mean for some it's it's a way of life so what are you really doing that differently on a day like today maybe you go to a little event maybe you stock up a little strong at the dispensary that day but i think if you are into that lifestyle the word that comes to mind is is appreciating the plan. Appreciation. Appreciation and respect, especially when you see how it has helped so many people overcome symptoms from chemotherapy, like nausea, chronic pain. Some mental conditions have been lessened, if you will. And uh, from that perspective, it's hard not to feel pretty good about that, right? Is Cypress Hill the stoniest band of all the bands? Um, I don't know. As somebody who really entrenches himself in, in all things stonerism and specifically music, um, of, of their generation, right? I mean, I think that certain groups have kind of surpassed them in the way that they've made their entire existence about nothing but weed. Good point. I'll get to your calls in a minute, but Christina on Twitter reminded me. She said, would you tell the story of when Cypress Hill showed up your studio and rolled one? I wish that was true, but they never showed up at, at my studio. My very first remote broadcast somewhere was at House of Blues in Orlando. That's the first time we went outside the studio to do a show. And uh, they had a setup out on the patio, the porch, if you will. That's what they called it. And, you know, I was happy to do it. I didn't have any uh, any vision that we were going to talk to the band or anything like that. I just figured we were there to promote the brand new then House of Blues in Orlando. So let's do this. Well, it's about 6.50 my show starts at 7 p.m., and Adam Shipley, who ran the House of Blues at the time, comes up to our broadcast area and says, uh, hey, man, do you want to introduce the, uh, interview the band? And I said, what? And he said, do you want to interview the band? I said, well, yeah. And the irony there, John, was that I knew that there would probably be heavy security at House of Blues because I know they're somewhat famous for, like, wanting people and really searching people. Right. Really going. So I didn't bring anything. Like, I, I had brought nothing with me because I didn't want to do my show there, get patted down and have something so they'd arrest me or kick me out. So, of course, like any stoner, which is definitely what I was at the time, I was worried about how I was going to enjoy the Cypress Hill show without any weed. Oh, man, that's a, that's a terrible feeling. If you, if you are specifically a Cypress Hill show, really any concert having to go into it without weed is bad, but but a Cypress Hill show, you might yeah. as well just leave. Right. Like, like I might as well just do my show and then get the hell out of yeah. there if I can't 
do it while I'm enjoying the plant that they celebrate and sing about. So um, when he asked if we wanted to interview them, I go upstairs and it's just like this album, Cypress Hill 3, Temples of Boom. They open up the door to the green room, which that's where performers get ready. I don't know if everybody knows that term. And it's like this moment right here. Doors open. My opening theme song is playing in my earphones that I've got on my massive radio headphones. It's the show, the same show you've heard before. That was my theme song. And I open the door and I look, and there's Be Real from Cypress Hill, Send Dog from Cypress Hill, DJ Muggs, Eric Bobo, who does percussion for them, who toured with the Beastie Boys and was on a couple of their albums. And they're looking at me. And at the time, I'm a skinny nerd. Now I'm a fat nerd with glasses. And they can't hear what I'm hearing, which is my radio show. But I'm about to do my radio show. So I go, uh, hey, it's 7.03 on Real Radio. Time for the Drew show. I'm Drew. Uh, If it's cool with Be Real... I'm going to go up and sit down and and see if he'll talk to me live on the radio where he won't curse live on the radio. And he, like, be real nods. And so I go sit down. That's the lyric that rang in my head. Don't be stepping to me with your hands open saying, can I get a hit of what you're smoking? He ain't got no kind of love. For a brother who comes to the party with no butt. And there I am with only a microphone and no butt. Fortunately, he was well stocked in that area. And we start talking and he's rolling joints like crazy. And I'm mentioning the fact that he's rolling joints and he said, I can roll on one handed. I said, no, you can't. And uh, and he takes his, his devil's lettuce. On the air. We're live on the air. Pours it into his uh, his hand, rolls it up with his left hand, and just snaps, and he's got oh, a joint. Man. I knew a guy that could do that. That's that's something special. Oh, man, what a visual display. And so I look at him, and I go, uh, that is amazing. And he goes, best at the West. And then he started passing it around. And, um, you know, I'm a responsible broadcaster. So on the air, I said, oh, no, thank you very much, but I'll politely decline. And grabbed a hold of it and just hit it like there was no tomorrow. And I have to say, I don't know if I've ever gotten high with anybody else famous in my entire life. That sits atop any getting high with celebrity story that I've ever been a part of or heard about. I'm not saying nobody listening has a better one. I'm just saying if you have one, it better be on a be, be real level or higher. Where do you hold Afro Man again? I would say a couple of rungs below Cypress Hill in every way, shape, and form. I mean, he seems like a nice enough fella. Well, I mean, unless you're a you know a lady who happens to hop up on stage at one of his shows. Kirk Loaded, we're here at MTV. Our number is seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. You mentioned the um, the going to a concert without any weed thing. Yeah. 
So we were up in New York with Danielle's family, like shortly after we had gotten together, and we went to Times Square to see Martin Sexton, that guy that oh, yeah. we really, really love. And we're in Times Square at the Nokia Theater. I was just blown away by everything, but I like this is going to be. There's no weed, you know, so it just sucks. And then, sure enough, it's an indoor concert, and right before he's about to start, I go to the bathroom, and I'm standing at the urinal, and I just smell a little smell permeating from from the stall. And I'm I'm just I'm gonna shoot my you know I'm gonna shoot my shot. So I put my head over the stall, and I said, "I'm from Florida. I'm visiting my in-laws. Please let me in." And these two bros that were in the stall burning down in their little smoke-free one-hitter invited me in, took a couple rips, walked right back to the family, and and it was one of the better concerts I've ever been to in my life. You kids today, and I hate to be you kids today guy, but you kids today with your weed pens, you have no idea how easy and good you have it. And I, I was lucky enough to, well, you two, to a certain extent, you've got to experience both. But yes, I mean, now you can legitimately rip your pen in, you know, everywhere, the, the produce section of Publix and nobody would know anything. So it, the game has been changed, but there's, I realize there's something about the risk of it all. Like, like, there's a generation of kids that will never know that right. feeling that, that we grew up on. Right. The sneak off somewhere, try to hit your one-hitter yeah. or bowl yeah. before the cops can smell it. That whole thing. Feeling like you have to go three miles deep in the woods behind your house. And now, like you said, you're in the frozen foods aisle and they're, they're hotboxing the snowbird frozen peas. And I don't want to say it was better back in the day because the weed definitely wasn't. But that romanticism of trying to do it surreptitiously is irreplaceable. You know, you know what? That's another thing about 420. The romantic nature of it all back to, to, to your youth, to me, comes rushing back. Like, those are the things that, that, that I think of more. It kind of, I feel like I tap into 17-year-old John on this day to think oh. how I thought about it then. Yeah. Like, first couple of times you read High Times Magazine, right? I mean, it feels like that. Sh- there's no way in hell that could be illegal or legal. You you wonder how can this be? How is there a magazine talking about this? That's exactly the feeling. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. If you had to rank of all the people that we're connected to on social media, who who you'd want to burn down with? Oh, wait, is, are we talking not famous people, okay. but people who are into the show, people who tweet us every day? Because I I didn't know that this person had never done it, and now she is at the top of my wish list. Well, first I've got to try to set aside those that I already have. <laughs> Sorry, Ride or Die TV. Um, he's on my list. Because I'll, I'll give you mine. Maybe oh, this will oh, help you. Think. Oh, oh, oh! I, I don't know who yours is, but mine just kind of popped into my head. Who? I was thinking maybe Dear Bubby. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> she just said that she's never even inhaled. I, I'm not trying to push you towards that, Dear Bubby, but. I'm just saying, if you ever were so inclined, I know a couple of fellows right here who would love to do that. I'm not saying it's going to turn into Dan Patrick Sports Center. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. K Dubs on Twitter. Those of you who never had to pick stems and seeds out of weed don't know how lucky you have it. Amen. 
And then some random hot lady on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely from that era where we had to tape joints under our T-word for breasts. <laughs> oh, man, I'd like to smoke with her, you know what I'm saying? Keep dreaming. Hi, it's Drew Grabo Live. I'm I looking. waited until 2.17 to take phone calls to please my man John over And there. you've pleased me so much. I'm, I'm just skimming through my the my list of followers on Twitter to find yeah. out who else I'd like to burn tree with. It's your booby. That's the only reason I ask. Uh, hello, who are you? Hey, this is Mike. It's okay. It was actually entertaining being on hold in the middle of working right now. Oh, thanks, Mike. Just wanted to say, what do you do yeah, for work? Just, no, sorry. Uh, I'd rather not say since it's such oh. a good day. You know? right. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't know. I got two things I want to bring up before I want to let other callers get in. Uh, the first thing is uh, can of butter. Man, that is so nice to do, and um, you could do CBD kind instead of THC. So you just drop it in the coffee or tea or whatever, and bam, you get your oh, your, your medicine that way. I didn't even think about coffee. The can of butter and and the magical butter machine. We had the creators on uh, the show a couple of months ago. That is a fascinating concept that makes you feel so like Neanderthal like for every time you took a bag of shake and threw it into oh, some betty speakerphone. Sorry. Oh. No nobody knew. No, I heard you the whole time. I just wanted to chime in and say I was on speakerphone in case you were gonna tell me I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, uh medicated forget butter. It. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. I think I think I mean uh, hypothetically I, I think you you know, like a bulletproof. Like a medicated wait, bulletproof. Wait, 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 I gotta go to work. I just want to say last thing. Tara Reed, do you know who the rapper is? She's a she, she's a B-list actress at best. Not a, she John, lied. Google it. Have a nice day, guys. It's T-E-R-R-O-R. Oh, Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Tara Reed is a rapper? I'm so confused. Drew Grab Alive. Hello, who are oh, you? Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Uh, I'm, I'm not even high, but that last caller confused me. I feel like I'm high <laughs> right now. <laughs> What's up, Everett? You're on my list. Oh, yeah. Uh... I have. I actually have a question for John, but I will point out one thing: all the kids that that have the vape pen that won't experience all the stuff back in the day. At least that they'll probably experience popcorn long in the next twenty years. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> that is true. At least we're not talking like that. Yes, or yeah. maybe we are. Yeah. All right. So I had a, a question for John because I figured he'd be the best one to ask. Uh, Four twenty landing on Taco Tuesday. Does it have more of a, a thing to it? Ooh, good question. Um, I mean, I think anytime that happens, it, it, it's special. Yeah, I mean, I will be uh, dining on 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 tacos this evening, and I think that it pairs perfectly with a four twenty. I mean, who are who am I or any social construct, be it Taco mm. Tuesday or not, to mm. say on this four twenty you should eat tacos? But I mean, they're a respectable option any day of the week. Specifically, four twenty, and I think the fact that there happened to be a beautiful convergence today should be a message to anyone and everyone out there to eat tacos at the very least, even if you don't partake. Definitely, you guys have a good one. You too, Everett. I love Everett's ability to just get in and out. How many people out there do you think? Because Eric just said never smoke but ate a cookie a time or three. How many people out there in twenty twenty one do you think are dabbling in edibles and never smoked anything? Because you know, me, that was the complete opposite process. I probably didn't get a real edible until I was like 21 years old. Same. I think there are so many more people now, perhaps even a certain uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback after a boat parade who would <laughs> who would never smoke a left-handed cigarette in a million years, but have eaten an edible maybe when drunk on avocado tequila. <laughs> Just 
727-579-1025. Because with the variety of edibles now, not even just good tasting brownies and cookies, but everything from nerd's rope to sweet tarts to banana bread to medicated honey. Literally anything. Barbecue sauce. Fudge. I had an idea way before edibles became edibles and legal and all that. Fudge, by the way. Thank you. For Stony McBlaze's medicated barbecue sauce. I can't remember what the slogan was. I, I brought. I, I would talk about it from time to time on the In Your Face with Drew Garabo show. But it was Stony McBlaze's barbecue, medicated barbecue sauce. Man, can you imagine slathering that? on ribs, and then eating medicated oh, yeah. ribs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, I mean, it's also, you you could whip yourself up a nice barbecue mix and then take a, some sort of concentrate and just stir it in. I mean, if you wanted to get the, you know, the quick, mm. the quick fix. Mm. Or actually, I know that I know somebody who has, a, you know, a olive oil that is infused. So you could just mix that with your barbecue sauce. Like a garlic olive oil? Something like that, from mm. what I recall. That sounds lovely. Do you um have what? you been do you have vivid memories of places you've ever been kicked out of for smoking? Yeah, zero. Oh, okay. I I, I endless endless places for me. I mean like I try to wrap my head around all of the places and there's lots of them. Wait, hold on. I, I have to back that off. Uh I don't think it's zero. I just don't think I remember the times. I've never not just me, but I've probably been parts of groups where they've said, Come on. Top five Cypress Hill songwriter. Drew Grubba Live, how can we help you? Hey guys, it's Scott. Hi, what's up? Hey, so it's like 1997, 1998, and I'm living in Southern California. I'm at a party with some uh, some of my friend's cousins. They're all girls, about 21 years old. Oh, okay, pause right there. Pause right party. there. Pause right there. On the count of three, John, you're going to say who you think his story is about, and I'm going to say who I think his story is about, who he got eye with. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Willie Nelson. Go ahead. Drew got it. Yep, Drew got it. Yeah, everybody who lies. Ended up at Snoop's. Everybody who lies about a weed story with a celebrity lies and goes Snoop. It's so weird. Why are you lying? I don't know. Just everybody who lies about a weed story, uh, they they lie about smoking with Snoop. It's cool. I I think it's usually Cypress Hill, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but go ahead. Yeah, tell us, please. Purely nonfiction. Yep. Surely. No, ended up at Snoop's house in Chino Hills with uh, this, uh, with Warren G and a couple other people who were there. Tupac, video games out. With them. Sure, Biggie was there. They were playing a little volleyball. <laughs> Absolutely. Jimmy Hendrix and Jim Morrison playing a little table tennis. Snoop's wife made us uh, like grilled did. cheese sandwiches. Yep. Yep. She gave you mouth love. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Somebody, I won't say who. See, I, I must be at a different point in my life because now instead of uh, girls DMing me nudes, girls DMing me edibles, and I'm, there's something super hot about it. <laughs> snickerdoodles. Oh, yeah. we 100 milligram snickerdoodles. Caramel apple chewies. Chocolate covered peanut butter. And you know what? Now I see why kids are getting a hold of these. Like, I used to think that that was a like an urban legend that didn't really happen. Imagine oh. if you don't keep those under lock and key and, and you, your 13, 14-year-old is just Snoop Doggy Dogging around yeah. the house. I've got a story in the joint that, that alleges that that is happening just 
at an insane rate now. Now, some of the stuff that's out there where you actually make it in the packaging that the candy is in, yeah. I don't necessarily see why that has to be the case. It doesn't have like, to be the case. People just think it's super cool. Yeah, They're I guess. wrong. And you, well, you know, and maybe, yeah, maybe, but I just... You're adding to the problem at that point. If Correct. you want to take away the argument of kids are going to eat them, then don't make it look exactly the damn same as, as the packaging on a, on a candy bar. You're doing nobody any favors, especially those that are aligned with you in your belief yeah. system, if you're marketing it or at least packaging it to where a kid could mistake it. You want to put it like poison. Poison. Yeah, I poison. think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I must won't you? I mean, I can't help that, you know, the, the kids got into my trips ahoy. Uh, is that really a thing? Yeah, it is, actually. Little cookies, trips ahoy. It looks just like chips ahoy. Genius. Is it? Is it just weed in there, or is it also No, not that. that I, yeah, as far as I know. It should be I, weed it, and mushrooms. It should be. It's a little misleading. If yeah. I think I'm going to trip, then... Yeah, maybe if you eat all 500 millies. Uh, Josh Byers, this has got to be something near and dear to your heart. Are you even an advocate for this lovely holiday if you haven't scraped multiple bowls of oh. resin to ensure you held over before pickup oh. time? <laughs> you ever smoke seeds? Uh, I've, I've probably done I mean, it on all. purpose. Aren't they? Don't don't, don't people say that seeds or stems will like mess up your neck? Is that a thing? I always heard they would make you like uh, make you oh. sterile. Oh, well, that makes sense too. But I'm here to tell you, ain't true. I don't know. It's been a few years. Almost 18 of them. Let's kill it because we're running out of time. This isn't a weed song. I just uh, love this song. So uh, resin was the stuff that you would, for you non-smokers out there, or non-pathetic drug addicts, uh, you would have to take a knife and scrape your bowl out, and and it's this fine layer of black, sticky, you would think it would act like hash, but it would act like something that would be make you high for five minutes before you were filled with regret and paranoia. Did you have a window of time where... There was no place to get weed. Oh, yeah. Because that was the time frame where I remember that when we had just got introduced to it, but nobody knew where to get it. But I think one of our friend's moms smoked. So we would go into the garage and we would clean out her bowls for resin. And then the saddest part of all, and you want to talk about a drug addict, we would scrape the bottom of the drawer where she kept her paraphernalia and smoke whatever was in there. Wow. Yeah, that's. Wow, that's on another level. Yeah, I should be. uh, I should be checked into rehab. No, we were all there, John. Like, if you got low and then low and then low, and then you'd go searching for a bud, man, I'll never forget. I will never mention him by name, but I had been hanging out with this dude for a bit, and we were we were friends. Not really super good friends, but friends. And then we were at a house party, and everybody there was lame, and so we go out to my Volkswagen GTI, and uh, we just look through my ash, because we're, we're feeding yeah. for weed, even though he um, wasn't supposed to be doing okay. that. Uh, and, um, we're fiending and, and I go through the ashtray and we found two big roaches, not cockroaches, but roaches, roaches. That might as well be gold at that point. It was absolutely gold and not even iron pyrite fool's gold. It, we, we, we put that into a bowl and, uh, we, for years after that would say, we found some amazing things in that <laughs> ashtray. Drew Grabble Live, hello, who are you? Non-addictive though. Oh, no uh, way. Not, not physical. Hello. Yeah, my name is Dick. Dick, hello? Yes, hi, go ahead. What, what, no what need to call that? my names. Where what, are you? What, what is, is going that? on there in oh, the background? Sorry. I'm concerned. Um, 
I, I have a truck and it's got some tall wheels. Even if I have my windows up, it still uh, still makes some noise. That's a tall oh, wheel, wheel wind dispersal. Is that what's going on there? No, my windows are up. It's just it's, it's my tires. They actually make noise when they drive. They they kind of wind. You know what I mean? Like an all-terrain tire. Okay. Wow. Uh, something else going on there. What's up? Uh, yeah, man, I I gotta totally agree with you on. There's a little corner store that I go to, and they have these skittles that are on the the plexiglass where the cashier is, and it's got the Delta Eight or whatever it is. Oh. And you would never imagine it in your life how exactly the same it looks like a skittles container or you know package and it's 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 full of the cbd or whatever it is and it, it, our kid could just pick it up and eat it easily i, I mean not even yeah. think twice about it dude i didn't know there were delta 8 edibles oh knew, yeah oh yeah i have a theory that delta 8's just weed and uh and they're calling it delta 8 because same plant same process same everything but it just has what no thc or yeah, little THC? yeah it's like they tweaked the molecular compound to make it legal when really it's just it's pretty much there oh yeah there's a that that's a whole that's a whole thing now the the delta 8 edibles uh, yeah well they need to pat I hate to be this guy, but th- they should probably pass regulation that they can't. Why? They can't package it like, no, oh, no, they can oh, still okay, make okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. I'm scared. Oh, jeez. But you just can't package oh, it like yeah. the original candy. Well, and I agree 100% because that goes against everything that we're that I think people are trying to fight for. But at the same time, like at the it all comes down to the adult. I mean, if you are getting weed candy, like that needs to be locked up, lock it up like you lock right. up your guns, you know, put it in a place where a kid could never find it. Because uh, if a kid sees a package of candy, they're going to eat it or right. at least eat some of it. Probably. You're probably best off packaging it as Brussels sprouts, asparagus yeah. or some other vegetable that your kid great. won't eat because they'll go, ew, gross. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. medicated vegetables with olive oil. Oh, yeah. They have all those cooking with cannabis shows. And again, it just shows you where we are now that it has permeated the mainstream culture so much that there are these elaborate cooking competitions. Yeah, the sad side of that is imagine if you're locked up in prison for 75 years on a weed charge. and You look at the rest of the world laughing and having fun watching weed cooking shows on Viceland. My mind usually doesn't go to such places. Yeah, well, you know. Do you see the apparatus that Matt Lost Ranger just tweeted oh, out? Yeah, and it reminded me not exactly Biggest of that. Biggest lung burner in the yeah. world. We used to just, they used to just, we who, uh, just sockets. Huh? Just a socket. You just load up the end of a socket. Oh. You smoked out of an apple. Oh, yes. That's yeah. one of my. We, I'm, I'm just trying to figure yeah, out, you know, where yeah. to go. Many and stop years and, ago. Many, many years ago, my friend Drew and I. <laughs> Sorry. That's the way they make me spit out all my coffee over the yeah. board. Seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five. Drew Grab alive. Hello, who are you? Hey, what's up, dudes? There, yeah, he is. there we go. You're way on my list, Fritzy. I would love Hey, uh did your sister go out for sushi last night? I don't think so. I thought she did. I think she was at the sushi place near my house, if I'm not mistaken. I think I, I we're friends are you on joking? Fa- no, we're oh. friends on Facebook. 
And uh, and his sister put up a, a photograph of her taking some kid out for sushi or whatever. And I was like, oh, I think they're uh, near my crib. By the way, I wasn't thinking people that weren't on social media. With no exaggeration, Fritz is number one on my list. Fritz. Yes. Uh, right on the front oh. porch, natty ice in hand, cats scurrying around our feet. That's, that's, that's it. That's the dream. Dude, same here. Fritz, yeah, I would smoke you out until you couldn't see a thing, bro. I feel honored, dudes. But I, I just wanted to add to the topic. Um, you know, this is nothing new. Back in uh, like '77, you know, <laughs> I, I had this book. It's called The High Times Encyclopedia of Psychoactive Substances, and uh, I learned a lot out of that. So one day, I I took a dime bag of uh, you know, just dirt weed. Uh-huh. I mean, it was fairly <clears throat> fairly decent Mexican, but. Uh, and I sauteed it in butter because THC is soluble in alcohol or fat. And, uh, you know, I use that to make four huge cookies, right? Okay. <laughs> and me and my buddy each ate two. Man, it really worked. It really did. <laughs> so. It's a great story, Fritz. It's a classic Fritz yeah. tale. I, I love it. He cooked up some weed and got really high. Thanks, buddy. I pre- Today's the day for yeah, that, exactly. for sure. Thanks, Fritzy. Love you guys. Love you back, man. I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but another person that's very near and dear to the show, maybe presidential, some would say, he ate an edible and physically fell out on an airplane to the point to where he woke up surrounded by steward, you know, the stewardess yeah. and wondering if they needed to turn the plane around. That happens. And for those of you who feel like you're living in some strange land today on 420 with so many people talking about things with which you can't relate, um, If you ever do find yourself in that situation, I know that 10 milligrams doesn't seem like a lot of anything. Probably plenty for your first try. Well, and people will argue this point, but I will die on this hill currently. It... 10 milligrams here is not 10 milligrams there. 50 here is not 50 there. Whatever that means, you've got to take that specific thing and you've got to figure that thing out for yourself because nothing is the same anywhere, even if some people want to tell you that it is. Correct. And if you're a bigger fella or lady, then, you know, that might not be sufficient. You might need you might need a little bit more. How much more? I have no idea. Uh, by the way, I just thought of a thing. Show us your rigs. Uh, oh, I don't want to mention her name just in case she wants to remain anonymous. But some lady just tweeted me a plants versus zombies water pipe. Oh, wait, we can call them bongs here without getting oh, kicked yeah, out of the can, store. Yeah. Did you ever just walk into one and just yell bong and make uh, them kick you out? Not on purpose, but that oh. happened to me. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's really, really nice. It's over by Bush Gardens. And uh, uh, I walked in there and I said, I didn't say bong. I said uh, steamroller. That's what I was looking for. You know the those were the toilet paper thing. No, 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 oh. no. It's like it's got just a big hole on the end. Oh yeah. And then you just and I said steamroller, and he yeah. was like, "You gotta go, bro. You gotta go. Yeah, for steamroller. Steamroller. Do you think you were like Johnny Depp from Twenty One Jump Street? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't look very police like. <laughs> I would say you look less police like than just about anybody I yeah, know. Yeah, except maybe for the cops I know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I look so much not like a cop that he figured I had to be one. Yeah, you're like Huggy Bear. You're definitely <laughs> like a paid informant. He's like, this guy can't be real. Get the hell out of here. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I would just always laugh so hard because you could buy them there, but if you were to go anything other than. I would like that water pipe with the express purpose for smoking tobacco, please. Then they'd ask you to leave. Please do not use the word bong, chamber, one hitter, you know. Uh, Let's come back. 
And I think we'll have our first shout out your sexy of the day, if that's all right, John. I feel like uh, I feel like getting a little creative, yeah, a little let's fun do it. today. We'll continue to take your phone calls on this national holiday. I was wrong. Thank you, Fritzy's sister. Uh, I I swore I thought that I, on her Facebook she had checked in, but clearly that was someone else. Credit unions. They've been around since, uh, well, the dawn of time itself. Achieva started in 1937, and there are so many differences between banks and credit unions. A local focus. So with Achieva, you got the call center, offices, loans right here in Tampa Bay. I've been to their facility. It's magnificent. Unfortunately, the apiary, uh, no longer there. And if you're going there looking for bees and honey, you won't find it. But what you will find is industrious Worker after industrious worker making customer service the number one priority. If you go into any bank and then Achieva, you'll definitely experience the difference. Every single charitable effort that we have, David from Achieva can't wait to partner up with us, including down to merch. Details at theboneonline.com. And that means so much to me. And it's not just us either. Achieva's given over a million dollars to local schools for grants and scholarships to help youth and education. You can get a better rate on a loan, a mortgage a lot of the time, and you still got great technology like mobile banking. Go to AchievaCU.com to learn everything you need to know and so much more. A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.